You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary are with you today. 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. You can call in, text in, as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. It's a state fo- state football still going on around the state of Nebraska. Semifinals are tonight. It's going to be a cold one out there um, wherever you go. Uh, obviously, there's some interesting ones in Class A. There's even a couple in C2. And so for more on those games, we bring in Luke Mullen of Prep Extra at the Lincoln Journal Star. Luke, uh, if you listen to the High School Saturday show, joins me every Saturday. Um, But I decided to call him up and say, hey, I want to learn more about the semifinals tonight. What can you tell us? And so with that, Luke, how's it going, man? Going great, Nick. You know, I almost called your cell phone there, but I managed to find the right number. Man, man, come on. I, I had moved on. Man, I moved on from that, and and <laughs> thank you, Luke. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yep. That is that is that is cold. Um, let's. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start Class A, or do you want to start from the bottom? Yeah, let's start Class A. I mean, all right. To me, really, that's that's the biggest match. Has great talent level all over. Yeah, let's let's do that. So Omaha North, they they're trying to continue their Cinderella run up against Gretna. W- what do you see from there? Can can the Vikings keep it going? They definitely can. Um, you know, to me, really, you, you have that team on, on such a long winning streak. They have, you know, just such confidence and belief in themselves now. And Coach Martin, obviously, it's, uh, he's, made a, he's made a living here in October and November winning these, these tough games. So, you know, I, I spoke to him a little bit earlier in the week. I asked, you know, if that cold weather might slow down Flores, you know, tip the scales in their favor a little bit. And, mm-hmm. you know, being the, the wise coach he is, he said, ah, I don't put I don't put much stock in the weather, <laughs> so you know they're just going to go out there and and play their game too. Gretna, some fantastic athletes having one of their best seasons ever as well. Um, so I think you know having that home game does does help Gretna quite a bit, gives them a little bit of a boost. But mm-hmm. you know the potential for a 16 seed to to make it all the way to the title game, you know it's right there. It's it's so close. I think that one's definitely got to be a one score game. Talk, talk about Gretna a little bit more because obviously they they beat Lincoln East in the first round and they put up 59 points in that one and then they play Elkhorn South in the quarterfinals and they only put up 14. Now not necessarily saying that they're they're spotty or they're inconsistent, but just how balanced are is Gretna with Zane Flores at quarterback? Yeah, I would say to me those those two results just show that is a it's a hard nosed team that's. You know, whichever way they're going to need to win, they're going to do it. Yeah. Um, they they got a great running back, Mick Huber, and a bunch of different wide receivers that rotate in, Joe Roll, Braden Chaney. Um, so it is really a case of just having all those playmakers and, you know, whatever the, the scheme is, the package, you know, that's working, you know, they're they're really good at kind of exploiting that in the defense. So, you know, that, that Lincoln East game, you know, they were happy throwing the ball a lot, you know, looking for those big plays to go toe-to-toe slow down against Elkhorn South, play a little bit more hard-nosed game. So, you know, that, that versatility goes a long way in the playoffs for sure. Uh, Luke, how how surprised are you with, with this Omaha North run, not only with their 
uh, five straight losses to start the season. But the fact that they didn't even play football last season, they, you know, Omaha Public Schools was was shut down for the football season and, and nobody got any games in. Uh, h- how surprising is this Omaha North run to you? Well, it, it definitely is a, a testament to Coach Martin and that whole coaching staff. You know, obviously there there were a lot of kids, you know, that understandably might have looked to transfer, um, you know, a lot of uncertainty a year ago. You lose that development year for a lot of your players. It's, you know, it's just a huge setback, and I, I think it showed a lot of the OPS schools uh, found it very difficult early in the season. Burke pretty much the only one to, to kind of emerge unscathed there. So, you know, you have that tough start. I, I watched Omaha North week one against Southeast, and, you know, the, the talent level was there, but some of those miscues, you know, looking rusty, getting up to speed, you know, that, that was the challenge for them. And, you know, to, to come out better at the end of the season, you know, make it to the playoffs, that's a, you know, that's a great achievement. You think they might just roll over and, you know, have a nice little first-round playoff loss. Well, it, it takes belief, you know. It, it takes some serious guts out there beat that number one seed and you know the the performance they put in against Miller South just incredible I you know I think Gretna is going to win but it is pretty hard to get to bet against the team that has done what they did this year we're talking to Luke Mullen of Prep Extra at the Lincoln Journal Star Luke now in the bottom half of the class a bracket it's Bellevue West and Omaha West side two teams going coming off of a very dominating win in terms of just the scoreboard Bellevue West 52 to 20 over Grand Island and West side uh, forty-two to three over Burke last week. What what's what's going to be the difference maker in that one? Obviously, it's going to be pretty cold out there tonight. Um, L.J. Richardson, you could probably expect a, a huge dose of him. What what should fans be looking for in that Bellevue West and Omaha West Side game? For sure. Well, I'll be there, so make sure to follow along on Twitter, Elmolm Seven. I'll have updates, all the scoring videos, and everything. Mm-hmm. And to me, you know, this this matchup is just going to be a case of a little bit, you know, which team is tougher, uh, you know, which team can, you know, handle the conditions, execute whatever game plan their their coaches drew up to, you know, make the most of their talent. And really, you know, these, these two teams are as close as it gets. I think everybody's kind of been looking forward to this matchup um, since Westside lost in that, that title game to Bellevue West two years ago. They haven't met sets. They've both been pretty much untouchable, you know, two of the top best coach, you know, most talent all over the program teams. So, you know, tough conditions like this can sometimes be a little bit of an equalizer as well. Um, you know, Bellevue West is, is a little bit more of the passing team, so you have to think it favors Westside a little bit more. But Rezac, you know, they're, they're running back. He's great. His, his brothers are contributing too as well at, at quarterback and all over the field. So, you know, there's – there's some serious talent in that West Side team. They're defending champions. They're undefeated for a reason, and it's it's a little bit of a season of destiny for Bellevue West. You know, they've been eyeing the state title the whole year, and now it's really their toughest test. You know, it's time to to show that they are deserving as they feel they are. Let's go ahead and move on to Class B. It's it's Bennington coming off of a 41 to zero win against uh, Waverly last week, going up against Elkhorn, the defending Class B champ. Obviously, Dylan Mostek, the running back, the senior running back for Bennington, is going to probably play a huge part. I think he had over 130 yards last week in their win. What can we expect from Bennington and Elkhorn, and how big of a role is Mostek going to play in that one? Yeah, I mean, considering that they they give him the ball 30 times during the regular season, yeah, I could easily see him uh, carrying the rock that much and, and leading the charge for Bennington tonight as well. Um, but this is really an interesting rematch because 
the Antlers, they played Bennington a month ago, and the game wasn't even close. It was it was over at halftime. So, you know, now you go up in a Class B semifinal, and, you know, Bennington, the obvious Class B title favorite, they've been by far the best team all season. You know, can they replicate that type of effort? Does the game become close? You know, do they start to worry late in the second half? I think if Elkhorn can just keep that scoring low, you know, use their defensive strengths, um, that would be huge for them, but... You know, I, I predicted a 14-point Bennington win. I think that's that's kind of the gap there. There's a big gap between those teams. You know, even in the semifinal round. In in Class C one now, Pierce is coming off of their their win against their upset win, I should say, over number one Ashland Greenwood. I, I know you're a big fan of Pierce and and the, what they're doing out there. Tell us about that team. And they go up against Battle Creek tonight. What what I mean, that's a that's a nine and nine versus twelve in in seeds there how how did that happen how did they get there and what can we expect tonight yeah the the c1 field was just incredibly full of just talented teams one to 16 um so it's it's really not a surprise to me that you know you have all these double digit seeds all these teams that you know have just been so solid in the playoffs they've been able to to pick up these tough wins you know be tougher in the moments where they need it and pierce you know is the really the big separator um, from a lot of other C1 teams, it's just the ability to pass the ball. Abram Schulting, the quarterback, Ben Bremer, Nebraska commit at tight end. I mean, those those two guys are, are just about as good as you're going to see at the C1 level, probably both all-state players right there. And, you know, they, they just completely changed the way the game is played. When you've got defenses, you know, trying to account for Bremer, you got to account for, you know, a, a good option running game that Pierce has too. You know, they don't just throw the ball every down. So it, it really spreads teams out, and it, it's really a tough challenge for them. You know, Battle Creek, they, they did beat Pierce during the regular season as well, having a great playoff run, wins over Scotus and Shadron. So, you know, that, that game is super close. It's, it's always interesting to see some of those rematches, you know, see if they can do it again or if the team that, you know, was the loser in the regular season kind of flips it on them in the playoffs for a, a more impactful win, so to speak, yeah. We're talking to Luke Mullen of, of Prep Extra, and Luke, I want to talk about a quarterback really quickly at a, in a smaller class, Class C2 to be uh, to be exact, at Archbishop Bergen, Coa McIntyre. Um, you've been able to watch him play, but a lot of fans might not know much about him. Obviously, you hear about Noah Walters, Zane Flores um, at, at Lincoln East and Gretna, respectively, but what kind of quarterback is Coa McIntyre out at Archbishop Bergen? They have a semifinal game tonight as well. Yeah, Koa is just, uh, he's just an incredible athlete. I mean, whether he's throwing, running inside or outside the pocket, you know, he's kind of one of those guys that if you're one-on-one, you, you know you're getting beat, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he has just tremendous arm talent, for, especially for the C2 level. Um, and, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting how he's going to be projected to be a, a secondary player at Wyoming. He's a tremendous mm-hmm. safety as well. Um, so, you know, I, I'm pretty sure he's, he's cherishing every last moment he gets out there, you know, scoring points. He gets to throw touchdown passes to his brother. Um, but certainly, yeah, Koa, he's just, he's great in space, very elusive, you know, spin moves, jukes, whatever you need. He's going to make those defenders miss. And he's able to throw into tight windows. He's, he's got a zip on the ball. And he, he is definitely one of the best quarterbacks I've been able to watch the last couple of years. Before we let you go, Luke, are there any upset picks? Is there any chance Omaha North back in Class A now? Is there any chance Omaha North can top Gretna? What are what are we thinking in Class A between Omaha North and Gretna, and then Bell West and Omaha West side? Yeah, so that that Omaha North Gretna game to me that 
you know, Omaha North, they, they keep getting these kind of photo finishes, that, mm-hmm. that last-minute win against North South, a big block extra point last week against North Platte made the difference. So I think whoever gets the ball last in that Gretna North game, <laughs> you know, that, that's the game-winning drive. That's the chance to win it. I, I think Gretna pulls it off in a close one. I, mm-hmm. I hate to pick against North, but it, it's going to be tough to, to do it again. And that, that Bell West game, I, I see that being maybe a seven-point win in favor of Bellevue West. But, again, those those two teams are so close. Um, pretty much the only upset that I was looking at is Wilbur Clatonia in Class C2 going up against number one seed Norfolk Catholic. Um, they're having a fantastic playoff run as well. 13 seed, just keep playing well, you know, winning those close games. Got some great coaching, great athletes up there, too. So keep an eye out for that one. Might be completely wrong again, but you never know. Awesome. Luke, we appreciate the time. I know when you and I were texting back and forth, you were mentioning you got four coats and three pairs of gloves ready for tonight. So stay warm and uh, have fun. Enjoy the game tonight, and we'll talk. I'll, I'll, I will talk to you tomorrow at 930. Get all the hand warmers, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you having me on, Nick. That is Luke Mullen of Prep Extra uh, at the Lincoln Journal Star. Follow along tonight for all their guys, um, for from all of them, for all the coverage tonight. Going around state semifinals, and then the state championships are next week, all week long. All right, let's take our final time out. When we come back, we'll uh, preview the weekend, talk about some games, and, and a little bit of NBA talk next up on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.